Hey, welcome in. This is another episode of Now That We're Men. This is your host, Kirby Gregory. I'm here with the Wolfpack right now. I got Joe and Uriah. We also have special guest, Matthew. Matthew, why don't you introduce yourself? What's your full name, man? What's up? Matthew Arango. Um, Arango. I'm 18. Basically, all I'm into is like fighting type stuff. I'm going to be a firefighter soon. One day, I'll quit that and keep doing fighting stuff. Yeah, dude. Uh, you, so you've been in MMA. Um, how long you been doing that? Like how old? I, mean, I started when I was 12. At first, it was kind of like most kids. It's usually Taekwondo at first. And it's kind of like you're not really hitting each other, but you're learning how to throw stuff. And it's like you're getting good dexterity in your legs and all that. So Yeah. Wow. So 12. Now you're 18. Shoot six years. That's pretty good. You you said uh, you mentioned to me before, too, that you were going to go uh, – you're going to debut in November? Yep, sometime in November. My coach is looking for a fight right now, hopefully. I mean, I'm supposed to have, like, four, and they all end up just falling through, so hopefully this one's it. Mm. Well, that's awesome, man. So, yeah, Uriah's here. Joe's here. You guys got anything to say? What up, guys? How you doing? It's nice <clears throat> to be back. Um, missed you guys a lot. <laughs> uh, by you guys, I mean you guys in the room because our listeners, that's like a fourth wall break. But I missed you guys, too. <laughs> I love you all. Uh, yeah, we love our fan base. You guys are dope as shit. Remember to share this with everyone. Um, this is going to be a good one, I think. Yeah, okay. we just we really just want to get out there and, like, for people to offer us differing views uh, on, like, topics <clears throat> and subjects that we bring up. So Anything. 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 Yeah, we want, we want feedback on this, especially on all episodes. But, like, we want feedback on this one for sure. We don't got ego here. We'll talk about anything. No, yeah, We're no not ego. No here. ego. Fuck that. No, not at all. Not we'll at talk all. about anything. <clears throat> so here lately, I don't know. I've just been thinking really, really deep, like into uh, into life. You know, like you see so much stuff on the news. Uh, you know, people being killed for no reason and just out of nowhere, and it just makes you think, like, shoot, like some of them were so young, like younger than you know <clears throat> I am are as old as I am. It's, it's weird. It's crazy. It's like, I can't imagine just poof, that's it. You're gone. Just like that. Are we going to touch on that nowhere. subject right now? just the fact of like, no, let's not talk on sub, such a morbid topic of death, but we'll call it the fact of someone can just be gone. Like in an instant. Like, yeah. Like how important life morning, is. Every time you get in a car, you might die. That's, yeah, that's so wild. Always got to like think about the last words you so wild. before you get in the car. Man. Last words to someone. Yeah. I feel that <clears throat> last actions, man, you don't want to like, I don't know. Literally I've, I've been in situations where like I've had a moment of danger. And in the last moment I literally thought about like, you know, not even the last thing I said to someone, but it was literally like, did I do the, like the last thing that I know I could have done to help someone else? Like, you know, did, whenever someone asked me like, Hey, you got a couple bucks, like just to spare for, you know, some food. Did I doubt them and say, nah, man, I know you're not going to spend this on food. Like, mm-hmm. screw you. Or did I say, you know what, dude? I know you probably need it more than I do. Like, I don't know. I question my morality a lot of the time. And that, like, <clears throat> that seems to pop up in, like, I don't know, moments of danger for me. Like, like my moral, my moral sense of, like, yeah, and it kind of brings you yeah, back. Yeah, like, have I done enough good on. things? Yeah. Like, have I done too many bad things? Mm-hmm. That's, like, I don't so know. That's what gets worth me. worth it right now? Like, Yo. Yeah, yeah. You, um. <clears throat> now I thought about that too. Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? And I think honestly, you just kind of know deep down. Your conscience always tells yeah. you, like, yeah. 
you know, if you're kind of screwing up or you're going the wrong way, or maybe I should have done it this way and handled it a different way, you know, that sort of thing. Are you guys uh, believers in initial reaction or are you about like the, like you need like a moment or like, you know, a period of moments, whatever, to like think things over? Or are you like an initial reaction like kind of person? something to happen more than one time to learn from it? No, no, initial reaction. Like as soon as it happens, like your first thought and you're like, damn, like this is that, you know what I'm saying? Like you have an immediate opinion. Do you stick with that or do you sit there and question yourself and you're like, all right, wait, let me break it down. I think. Because that, I don't know, like that's kind of like character deciding. They you know, say the gut feeling is nine out of 10 times. That's what I'm saying. Right, compared to your freaking, compared to your ego. Your ego is just what you want. Your ego is built off of learned experiences and shit right now. You know what I'm saying? We're at, especially right now in our time in our lives, we're all kind of young gentlemen, you know. And uh, a lot of what we've learned is just from experiences in our young adulthood right now. And that's ego. That is 100% ego. Ego is like just survival. Dude, mine, mine I feel like it's gone way down. Uh, just because how I was raised, I feel like um, – I don't know. I was so sheltered and was raised to feel, you know, special and a part of something, you know, big church kind of, you know, mm -hmm. the weird mentality, you know, that you're entitled a little bit. It's kind of how I felt when I was growing up and also was really prideful, but <clears throat> going into the real world and, you know, facing all types of humbling experiences really changed my life for the better. I feel like, now my ego, I feel, is kind of right where it should be. It's not too high. It's not too low. Yeah. You know, it's it's just basically maturity, you know, just working. My dad just always told me as a kid, be a leader, not a follower. I'm not saying I always lead them to the best decision. Oh, I'm no. At least they're leading. still lead them. I'm still yeah. leading. Yeah. If I lead you off the edge of a cliff, oh, man, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't have been following yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, you did. It was you your did. choice. But yeah, so like, yeah, I've been thinking about that and like, you know, because life, it, it comes at you pretty fast. Uh, and I still remember. I mean, Does it? Because like, I feel like it, go, I, I it goes it, faster than it comes at you like day to day, you know, it's a long time. And then that's what gets me is like how quick it can just be instantly gone. Like, Think of it like a video game, bro. If you were playing a one fucking life video game and you just spent 18, 19 years on that shit and then just you're gone one second, like all your shit is just gone. It's like you were never even there almost, you know? That's what trips me out is like it's almost like you were never there. Right. All these distractions make time go by way faster. If we have sporting events yeah. on TV we watch, what if we didn't have all this and we were just like – out in the woods all day, like an hour. Dude, like yeah, hunter, awesome. hunter gatherer type. Yeah. Not on your phone all the time. We have constant entertainment. Mm -hmm. yeah, so many yeah. distractions. As kids, we get bored constantly. Remember how long like elementary felt? A year in elementary felt like mm -hmm. a decade. Now, high school and college, it's like a year's like, oh, shit, that was just like a month and a half. Like, it goes by quick as hell now. So fast, Dude, so get this. Okay, so I grew up in the same era. I grew up in the 90s. Um, and I was only five when it was the year 2000. So, but I was in that stage where kids still played outside on bikes and skateboards and in the mud and climbing trees and 
dude, not everybody had computers like that. You know, maybe a few of us did. I don't know. I, I had some, but yeah, no, no, there was like hardly any cell phones then too growing up. So like, and now thinking about nowadays, like there's kids that are pretty much born with an iPhone or Raised iPad in iPods. their hands. Like, Me and my sister crazy? have machetes in our hands, and we'd go out and chop down, like, in the woods, <laughs> make little – yeah, picture Jessica machetes? with a machete in her hand. Yeah. <laughs> no. I see machetes. it, and I don't want to <laughs> see it. Yeah. Yeah, no, my parents never let have let us have more than one machete because I grew up in the house of all boys, and that led to, <laughs> like, sword fighting and pirate fights and shit, man. Dude, no, yeah. It was always like airsoft and paintball. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Best airsoft memory. I shot my dad right in the nipple. I've never seen him almost cry before. Yeah, before then, I had almost never seen him cry, but he teared up a little bit out there. And it was raining. No, it was raining. So, and like I could tell that he was tearing up. So, you know, it was real. (laughs) Oh, that BB gave him that wet nipple. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I got Jessica so good with an airsoft gun. I got my ass. Oh, I thought you were about to say with the machete. (laughs) No, I had an airsoft gun. I took the clip out and I was pointing at her and she's like, um, don't you shoot that at me? There's something in there. I was like, no, there's not. I truly believe that there was not one in the chamber, and I just want to prove it wrong. And so I hope they're cheap. You're that and friend who I shoots his other friend. <laughs> I pulled the trigger and shot her, and then my face, I was freaked out because I knew Dad was coming whoop my ass because Jessica took off running crying. <laughs> yep, beat my ass. Yo, so, yeah, speaking of BB guns to the neck, I don't know how we're getting to this, but, yeah. Um, one time we went to Texas to see some family. We had probably only been there for, like, maybe half an hour. Maybe 20 minutes. Kyle gets his hands on a freaking BB gun that they have. And it shoots like the metal BBs, right? Oh, like pellets. Like oh, thing. yeah, bro. And uh, he aimed the laser at me, I think. Or uh, maybe he just, I don't know. Aimed. I feel like there, I feel like I remember Pretty him aiming sniper. a laser at me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, I feel this sting on my neck. This son of a bitch he freaking shot me across the room with a you know those a pellet. that pellet gun basically the right in the kill neck squirrels right on your neck <laughs> bro that thing stung so bad but i was like see him he was in camo yeah <laughs> no he, he, I, he got in trouble <laughs> but uh no i think he said it uh it shot like i don't know a crazy amount of feet per second but it hit my neck and you know since i'm around family that i had never really met before i tried to act uh speaking of my ego really tough so i was like holding back tears the entire time but dude that <laughs> thing hurt like a bitch yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's so freaking random how do we get there again who talked about was that you joe shooting bbs and oh, my. i think that was you with machetes and childhood. bb guns what we used to do oh okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit okay balls and bbs so like no speaking of like life in general like what do you guys feel is like the meaning of life to you guys? Oh man! If you could sum it up in a short, simple way, if you could, because I know that's really deep and it's easy to just talk. But like, I don't know. Okay, so who wants to go first, ladies and gentlemen? You want to go first, Jirah? You're me. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, I'm holding the beer mic. Man, ah, uh, the meaning of life. If we're talking in the context of humanity as a species, I feel like we um, really the purpose of any life as a species is advancement. Like to for evolve, one, procreate. yeah, to evolve, to yeah, procreate, further the experience, and get your species as far as you can. 
Now, the purpose in your individual life, that's a little different because I feel like I've always struggled, like I said, with the concept of in reality, none of us really fucking matter. <laughs> like at the end of the day, individually, if you die tomorrow, I will be sad as shit, but I still have to go on living. So, you know, like mm-hmm. individual uh, point of life would probably be live as happy in the moment as you can and to not negatively you know affect uh, yeah if affect other people because at that point you're kind of hindering the growth of a the individual and b the species because uh, i don't know that's how a sickness works whenever one cell is attacked and starts to die you know eventually it, it usually leads to another cell attacking it and dying and you know hmm. that, that's how it goes and Somebody gets raised negatively by exactly. parents, then they raise their own. Exactly, and then it turns into like a cancer. It turns into like a, a bad. Um, yeah, that kind of thing is. Yeah, and it's, dude, it's evident in today's world. Speaking of, you know, exactly bad parents and shit. There, are how many kids, you know, nowadays can say they grew up having a rough life because this and that, and their you know childhood and their parents and this and that and fucked up. One way too fucking million many, honestly. It's kind of like the same thing with pit bulls. Everybody thinks pit bulls are these bad dogs, but it always comes down to how you raise them, dog. If you're like mm-hmm. raising them in the sense that who are the people that normally have pit bulls? It's usually people that just. It's usually people that just want the dogs to be all dangerous and stuff and attack other people. But at the end of the day, it just comes down to how you raise them. Yeah, so, no, yeah, for sure, actually. And without like. That's true, because like people are just like dogs. Without a good father and without a good mom, it's like <clears throat> they will always be lacking a need of one of those genders. I feel like one of those roles. I think they'll always be looking for somebody to kind of fill that role that they missed out on in their childhood. Sure. Like, say, a girl, say, who has you know, quote unquote, daddy issues, for example. You know, because you know her father wasn't there to fill that role. So she's constantly looking for, you know, fulfillment from yeah. other men. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, for sure. I get that. I get so that. yeah, that's, that's crazy. But no, and I guess, uh, I don't know. I guess my, my interpretation of the meaning of life is, uh, a constant challenge. I feel like life is a constant challenge. I feel like you, in order to feel the ultimate fulfillment is, going out and finding what is what to you is the hardest burden you can bear and taking that burden on and that burden of responsibility on. And when you have that, you, you, you feel, you will feel fulfillment like facing in your that. Fears and then growing from that. Taking on, yes, yeah. taking on your biggest challenge that you can think of that you you know, may or may not think you can do, but you break it down into small steps so that you can do it. You don't think of it as this impossible task, but you take that burden on that burden of responsibility because I think so many people feel lost. You know, they don't feel like they have much meaning in life because I believe that, you know, everything that you do matters. Even pick my nose individually. (laughs) No, I I feel like (laughs) you know how many, you know, a lot of people, you affect a whole lot of people a lot more than what you think. That's why people, when I think, you know, when people commit suicide, they don't know how 
They the people they really ultimately affected because that person knows another person. Imagine them feel sad. That person feeling sad after, you know, their passing. Well, then that their person friend is going to see them being sad and upset and just completely distraught, which is going to have an effect on that person. And it's a chain reaction. So I, I believe like the meaning of life is living it to the fullest of your capability Meaning is just take on as much responsibility as you can and just always keep moving forward and progressing in something. You know, finding finding your purpose. You really need to just go out there, find something that has meaning and give that one hundred percent. Whatever that one thing is, is taking that thing one hundred percent and taking as far as you can. And if you give that thing whatever it might be that you're giving. You know, your time and effort to 100%, I believe it can take you almost anywhere that you want to go. All right. I feel like the purpose of life, I mean, as a kid, you kind of already set goals for yourself. They ask you what kind of job and everything you want to be, like in elementary school and stuff. Like they'll ask you, you might want to be astronaut, firefighter, or whatever. You sort of get an idea in your head as a kid, just like you're five years old or whatever, and they'll ask you this. So um, I think the meaning of life is to achieve your goals. Uh, you have these goals that you want to reach. Everybody wants to be successful. I mean, you want to be truly happy. And at the same time, you're trying to find a significant other to make you happy because, I mean, there's a few people that, you know, that like to be alone, but most people, you're always looking for that significant other. And what we're going to, there's, it may be, um, like, I'm straight, but there's some people that, you know, like, they're, they, they, they can do their thing. They still they still want a significant other. <laughs> Why are you See? pointing at me? I'm, I'm just pointing your direction. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> but, um, like, everybody just wants to be I successful. I like women. <laughs> Your eye likes women. I like um, where, the, where the cute white women? Like where the cute black women? women. The thick Where the cute everything. Um, but, uh, thick girls. Yeah, that's that's just to achieve your goals and um, find somebody that you can be, like, happy with on the way to doing that, of course, like, you think that's like, it, so. like, so you're saying like, you think that's part of like the purpose of life is finding someone that like you're happy with? Like, yeah, that's going to be something you're just I think like, that's you're programmed part of it, already. Because without that, yeah, you can't have your You're going to find more meaning in life. You're going to the story that you're kind of leaving behind type of thing. Okay. Uh, that's exactly right. Yeah. We're designed yeah. They're carrying way. your name. Yeah. Like, that's your legacy when you die. Like a long ass genetic code. Yo. Yeah, that's crazy. Ultimately, achieve your achieve your goals and just find somebody that can help you achieve them goals, and you can help each other. That pisses me off. Everybody has that that dream they had in elementary, and then what happens? They get into high school, college. They start thinking about that job. They start thinking about eh, I don't know. That's a whole lot of work. That's kind of mind changes. That yeah. dream's way too big. They, you're thinking. You you can't think. You have to just feel. And what every I feel like everybody has. They're born with something that they're naturally good at. Everybody has some talent, whether they're extremely good at it or not because they didn't keep going towards that. But everybody mm-hmm. has that one thing that's just in their DNA that it's just if I if I move to freaking this planet and we fast forward a thousand billion years or whatever it is, that's going to be a completely different species if Kirby goes to another planet and starts his own species. It's just going to be – his is probably going to be some freaking bulk ass – like, like he's a fucking Martian, bro. The short, stocky yeah. mother shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my species will fuck some other species up. That's for sure. No, I just wish I knew, like, <laughs> earlier on what I wanted to do with, like, career-wise because I flip-flopped and wasted probably, like, three or four years. And now I've decided, like, nursing is what I want to do. But I wasted so much time trying to be, like, a PTA, doing volunteer hours and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and my mind just completely changed. So luckily there's some people out there that they know their shit already. Like they know what they want to be. They're nurses at 20, but. So question, is it a waste? Because at that point it's a learned experience and like, say, what if you, it, what if you can put it to future use in some sort of way? I mean, it helped. It kind of, some stuff related to nursing for sure, but, um. I don't know. Like, I definitely think there's some like, like time wasting things. Yeah. I think there's some time wasters in life, but I think like if you actually look and dig real deep, you can find literally a meaning in almost everything. Mm -hmm. Positive sides, literally everything. Both involve anatomy. Yeah. And I actually, dude, I went through that same process, man. I went to uh, EMT school and a little bit of fire school and I went through the EMT school, passed it and got done with it and then went into fire school. Well, in fire school, it just didn't work out. And the only reason I went through EMT school is because I want to go through fire school and be a fireman. But, you know, some shit doesn't work out, and I think it's for a reason. Uh, had I not gone through those experiences, as, as bad as I beat myself up for not passing fire school, it was a learning experience. I, it was for the better. Dude, it only made me stronger. It only made me think about how many more, more determined. you can save now, knowing all the EMT stuff you know. That's literally like you're the guy they call when somebody calls 911. Like you have all that knowledge now. Yeah. Yeah. More and that's than most people don't. That's something I will, I will never forget that because I grew as a person in school. That's my only little bit of college experience. And that's undergrad. I mean, that's nothing. That's like, you know, for a profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very short. It was only six months, but I had not gone to a legitimate school before because I was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. That's my first classroom experience. I That's had a lot of crazy. I had yeah. a lot of social anxiety. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of social anxiety. Like I didn't know how to like go into there and just, you know, I didn't know how I was going to go because mm-hmm. I was homeschooled, man. Yet I never had a real teacher in front of me telling me yeah. what to do. What was some, or other kids sitting there the- listening because that's the bigger thing. Yeah, or other people in there studying the same thing with me, which was really cool, man. I made a lot of friends. Yeah. So I, I can't erase that experience and say it was negative because, man, I learned a shit ton from that experience. But uh, What was that like, never being in a classroom and then all of a sudden you're just... Like, dude. What things were funny to you? What things were you like, oh, this sucks? Oh, no, dude. I felt important as shit going. <laughs> man, honestly, I dressed up in my uniform uh, every day for class because we had to wear our uniform. It was pretty strict, honestly. Would you wear the zip-up one or the t-shirt? <laughs> No, I wear the uh, I wear the zip up one, the one with the collar and yeah. the buttons, and it has the zip I underneath had that it. One, but it was so uncomfortable. I just got the t shirt. Yeah, yeah. So actually, we back then I don't know if it's still the same, but we had to wear that same uniform yeah. to school every time that we went. But man, I felt important. I felt like I had meaning. All of that shit was yeah. fulfilled, man. I felt like I was working towards something, and you know, obviously. It, that's not where I'm at now. I'm not in that profession or field. But man, it was just a learning experience. You fall, you get back up. You can't stay down in that rut, man. That's what I'm saying, man. You got to pick yourself yeah, up. Some people like being down there. Some people like being in that inside of that negativity hole. It makes them feel. It makes them feel something. It makes them feel like other people will be empathetic towards them. It yeah. makes them feel alive when they're that sad. Yeah, but it's, just, it's <laughs> yeah. so much easier if you just do it in the positive side. That's why oh, that's the man. whole reason why people even cut themselves because they it's almost like they're reminding themselves or bringing themselves back to reality. It, it's the same reason why we smoke nicotine that we're breathing in air with we could relax ourselves even even if we didn't have a nicotine, but that shit hurts and that shit brings us back. It's just like kind of like when you're tripping, that bitch will save you. 
That bitch will bring you back to reality. Yeah, yeah. It's good to figure out your weaknesses because then you can build upon them and strengthen those. Yeah, self-exploitation of your own weaknesses. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's how you strengthen yourself. For sure. Man, that's crazy. It's crazy how everything's like that. Like Something hurts your skin, it scars up, now it's stronger. Something hurts you mentally, you learn from it, now your mind's stronger. Yeah. You, you know? have to let it be that way for your mind. That's crazy. Yeah. Speaking- you won't know what somebody's weakness is until you like go to do something that maybe they can't do or something. Uh-huh. Or that you've never done yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're only going to get better. Speaking you just of, uh, jump in the river and they can't swim. You didn't know. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of uh, weaknesses, listen, this is a good topic to touch down on. Um, psychedelics. All right. Everyone has always experienced a moment of weakness. Uh, if you've ever done psychedelics, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't whether it comes down to <clears throat> someone else and what they say, a bad situation self-doubt no matter what it comes down to everyone always has a moment of like pure weakness meant like mentality wise mental weakness um and that's uh, i don't know i want to get into that man i want to hear everyone's like bad trip man at least just one bad experience whenever you were weed you know whatever whatever psychedelic anything that intoxicates you like alcohol whatever you want to say what's like the worst experience you'd say like ten out of ten mentally scarring. I don't know which one to say, dog. <laughs> like there's been so many bad ones. Joe, dude, what you got, man? I mean, I'd have to sit and think about. It. There's one I think like my first time I got high. Like, oh no, that, that would trip me out <laughs> yeah. really bad. I got it was, one. Um, you had Joe. Was at my cousin's house. It was with my cousin and one of his best friends, and we were smoking in their truck that was on blocks. So there was no tires on it. We we're up on the damn <laughs> axles. And um, so I knew I was high, or they knew I was high for sure. Whenever um, we were smoking, we'd pass around a few times, and then I like threw my hands up and was screaming and yelled, "Slam on the brakes!" Uh, I was like, "Slam on the brakes!" <laughs> and they were like, "What? I'm like the fucking truck is moving!" And then, and then they were like laughing at me, and I'm like, my hands are still stuck on the damn seat, like stop. <laughs> And they're like, "Bro, you're high. Remember the trucks broke." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> We went inside uh, a little bit after that, and I ate every damn thing. <laughs> Dude, that just – first time. If somebody time. else explained th- that yeah. that happened but didn't say who it was, I would guess you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I was worried about myself. Totally Someone hit like the two. fucking brakes. <laughs> hit the brakes. <laughs> Safety, man. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell mama. <laughs> All right, Matthew, you want to say something? You got anything? Uh, I honestly, I don't know which one to choose from, but I feel like a bad trip always happens the same way in the sense that like, for example, mushrooms, a fungus, like they've been on earth longer than we have. They're literally our elders. Like, they don't, they're not, they don't express themselves the way that we do, but they're definitely still conscious the same way a lot of plants are, the same way animals are. Mm-hmm. Well, like something happens to that fungus, same way kind of with us, we cut, something gets cut, we heal ourselves. The mushroom, it's a self-fixing thing. We consume that, whatever whatever bad shit we have in our mind we, that we kind of just push to the side, that we try to just keep living life and push it to the side. That mushroom says, fuck that. The most efficient thing for you to do right now is to deal with that shit. So they, people start going down. Oh, and you they, they think it's a bad trip, but at the end of the day, if you're, if you're strong-minded at the end of all that, you're going to come back from that shit 
and you're going to be like, wow, I've never really put that much thought into that problem. It literally just resolves whatever it is. And if it doesn't resolve, it helps you accept the fact of what just happened and whatever it is you're going through. Dude, I'm telling you when I, I, my experience is it's always just totally and utterly crushed my ego. (laughs) Oh, ego death. (laughs) Ego death. And it has brought me down to the lowest level I can be. But when I tell you when I come back, I rise from the fucking ashes like a <laughs> phoenix, bro. I I fucking feel invincible by it when the time I come back. Seriously, I'm ready. Does I'm ready to take feel on like anything. Sore after that shit, like your brain oh, yeah. is oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, because it's just horrible thoughts of like I don't matter. Like I gotta, you know, yeah, I I, I gotta fix all these problems. I have so many flaws. I gotta do this and that. Blah blah blah, and. And I just like when I snap out of that mode of thinking and I'm like, no, I got all this shit. Everything's better. I come back strong. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, we're, we're down to our very last minute. You're right. You got something to say? Uh, I was just going to talk about, oh, uh, man, probably my worst trip experience, like dead ass worse. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I need a part two, bro. <laughs> man. Okay. I was probably at the four way rec park and I was tripping. Oh. Yeah, I was shipping on like probably two and a half tabs, and In a public place. You want yes, to yeah, super public, you and with, I didn't. Were you with comfortable people? No, 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 no. It was after school, but I didn't realize uh, there was a baseball tournament that was supposed to happen that day, and it was the worst experience. I had to hide out in the fucking woods, and like I'm pretty <laughs> sure the people were coming after me and like searching for me, and like it was just super, super terrifying. It was really that would be, be the absolute worst. I've had. Couple bad ones, but it sounds like a movie, man. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I felt like Rambo a little bit. Too much to process. Way too much to process. Couldn't even speak, man. Yeah, man. Okay, well, this is uh, this has been uh, this has been a wrap. We're at the end of the podcast, Matthew. It's been great to have you on. Good to be here. Good to be here. Hell yeah, and uh, yeah, like I said, we got the wolf pack with us. It's Uriah. We got Joe here. Been a pleasure. Signing out. Later, dudes. Peace out.